We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. January 31, Tuesday. We're going to start with Bart. Bart Lundy. He'll be our guest today, head coach of the Milwaukee Panthers. Returning to the show. Returning to the show will be Bart Lundy. That'll be coming up in a couple of minutes. Panthers are off to a really good start. Uh, As of the taping, they are first place in the Horizon League. And remember, the Horizon League is essentially a one-bid conference. So all of this regular season success they're having, they have to have a good weekend at the beginning of March to get into the NCAA tournament. And I'll talk with Coach about that. I'll talk about the start to the season where – you know, this guy, this guy takes this job. He's at Purdue, at Iowa State. Those are two top 15 teams scheduled for him. Was that something that he liked? Was that something he wanted to do in the future? Uh, how has he noticed the town sort of starting to rally around the program? And also, would he want to see the NCAA tournament expanded? He's in a one-bid league. So would there be more opportunities for a Horizon League team? Or do, do those slots just go to more of the power fives, more of the 500 schools in the power five. So we'll talk about all that with head coach Bart Lundy of the Milwaukee Panthers coming up uh, in just a couple minutes. Also, we are going to, I used to do a show, of course, with Chuck Freeman. Chuck Freeman, a dear friend of mine to this day. He has not been on this podcast. He put out a video explaining why. I'll play that and respond. News with the Packers, the salary cap is out. What does that mean for Green Bay? Got some good voicemails on that and on the football games this weekend. A lot of people talking about specifically the second one and the poor refereeing in that game. If you're a Bengals fan, I saw one video where Zach Taylor even said it's rigged. This It's rigged conspiracy is picking up steam. And uh, I don't think it was rigged. I just got a text from the NFL to knock it off. Stop mentioning that. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, one Brewers note. I mean, I'm not going to save that. That Monty Harrison's back. He was in the Yellich deal. Okay, close that tab. And apparently Jake Crowder's coming here. I'm actually worried that I'm going to post this. And I'll post it. I'll finish the episode, wrap it up. And then a Jake Crowder trade will happen. For the Milwaukee Bucks, because it really seems like it's happening. It's just a matter of crossing some T's and dotting some I's. So all that to come on today's episode. First, we'll get into Bart Lundy. Speaking of Bart, got a couple Bart promo codes for you. 
including Omaha Steaks. That's right. OmahaSteaks.com. If you've been listening to me uh, every couple of months, I'm slinging Omaha Steaks. And I'm really happy to be doing so again because it is a lot of food and it's very good food. And, you know, people try to cook more at home and you're trying to save money and all that stuff. And so what you can do is, you know, I'm just on the website. They have, like, you can shop a la carte or you can have their pre-made packages. And then when you do that, they they, they take like 55% off the total. So like this value freezer filler, if you bought everything in it separately, it's a couple hundred bucks. But if you buy it is in this package, uh, you get $169 for four bacon wrap filet mignons, four butcher's cut top sirloins, four boneless pork chops, four Omaha Steaks burgers, four gourmet jumbo franks, four caramel apple tartlets, the seasoning satisfaction guaranteed. You get all that for that price. Now, if you go and have, I mean, if you go and get four butchers cut top sirloins at a restaurant, you're probably paying that alone just for those. People like to cook at home, especially during the winter. This is a great freezer filler stock up sale. This is a great way. Uh, it's great for date nights if you want to have date nights at home. It's just great to have a nice, you know, meal when it's so cold outside. You can warm up the house with the Omaha steak. So the the meat itself, I mean, I don't think I have to sell you on the meat and the product. We've been doing this in my family forever. My late grandpa, he would always send it. He would always send it to my dad for Father's Day and then vice versa. So we'd just bounce back and forth getting the steaks. And then sometimes he just like... It'd be the middle of August. You'd be like, I don't know. I thought I'd send you more. Oh, all right. All right. Let's thank. Thank you. And we'd feast on the Omaha Steaks. OmahaSteaks.com. When you get to the checkout, then enter the promo code BART. Enter the promo code BART. B-A-R-T as in BART Lundy. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter the promo code B-A-R-T. BART. Two BARTs. Two BARTs, one show. BART Winkler and BART Lundy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. So without further ado, it's the head coach of your Milwaukee Panthers men's football team. Great name, Bart Lundy. Coach, welcome back. A return (laughs) guest. Yep. Hey, uh, this has been pretty good, I think. I think that when I was in your office uh, before the season, you know, we talked a little bit about what the season could be like for you. And just in – you had not been there that long, but you've met the guys and you kind of started to learn a little bit about the program and who these guys were. And I got the sense that 
you knew this team was going to be better than expectations. How has the play been to what you thought it would be? And also, like, are you exceeding or still not up to what your expectations or your, you, you know, your hopes were for them? And do you feel like the players are at your level now of what they thought they could be? So what you felt that day, and here we are now recording on January 30th, how has the progression been for you and the team? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think when you go through this, especially when you go through it with a new team, um, what you think in October is different than November, different in December, and now we sit here almost in February. So uh, I do think it's been an evolution of what what I thought this team could do. Um, You know, I always knew we had enough, we had enough talent, you know, to, 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 win in this league um you never know if they're gonna share the ball and have good chemistry a lot of that is out of my control you know they have to they have to buy in and you know play together and and uh, so uh, you know i would say that you know i didn't think we'd be first in the league and and really don't you know that could change next week so i don't worry about that uh i just worry that we're trying to play with the right spirit and that we are guarding as hard as we can we're sharing the ball and playing the right way um those are the things that we can control um and but you know i like i like that we're first i think that's cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it's 15 and 7 is the record 9 and 3 in conference here with the game coming up against IUPUI on Thursday the 2nd that game is at 10 o'clock central time uh for kids to attend like have you ever played in front of a gym of kids before like this yeah, yeah, it's the best crowd. It's the absolute <laughs> best crowd you can have. Uh, it's better if you're home. <laughs> if you're yeah. home, they're all cheering for you, and they're, they're going to be uh, all cheering against us, which is, is fine. It's better than being in an empty gym, for sure. You know, all those COVID games with nobody was there, you know, I'd, I'd, much, rather, uh, I'd much rather have the, uh, the, the, the elementary schools cheering against us and have some noise. So, But it is an early start. Because I feel like sometimes as you get older as a fan, you're like, I don't want to be too crazy because, you know, I don't want to embarrass myself or like I have a profession. I can't like can't. kids are like they don't care. They're going to boo you. They're oh. going to cheer. That should be fun. Yeah. How did they? So you come into this program and it can be a blessing or it can be a curse or whatever. But in the early start of your schedule, you had Purdue, who's now number one in the country. And then a week and a half later, you had Iowa State, who's a top 15 team. Both of these games on the road. And I think they, especially, and we'll talk about uh, like the play of the last month or so, but how did playing that competition help you move forward? Or was it too early? Or or how did, when you look back at those games, like what do you take from those two games specifically? Well, we, the only thing I think we really take is that it helps our net a little bit because they are ranked so high. Uh, so the loss on the road to the number one team probably helps us a little bit. Uh, yeah. That, you know, I inherited those games. I inherited uh, Purdue at Purdue, at Iowa State, and at Rhode Island. So our Rhode Island, they, they had COVID. We didn't have to play that uh, right before Christmas, which may have hurt us later on because we had a big gap. But – uh, those are the three scheduled games that I inherited when I took the job. Um, 
so which was a nice parting gift from the last staff. Uh, but I would but embrace the, it. I, I, if I were you, I'd say, I, who cares who scheduled it? I'd say, we'll play anybody, anytime, anywhere. <laughs> I would embrace that. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I think no, the last couple of – go ahead. You know, there, there is I, – I do think there uh, – you know, there's <laughs> something to be said about, you know, believing that you can play anyone. And, uh, and I want our guys to really do, do – want them to embrace that. Uh, but I also want to do this scheduling thing as 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 uh, as smartly and intelligently as I can. Uh, well, you know, before Gonzaga, uh, people use Gonzaga kind of as the example, the roadmap. And before Gonzaga became Gonzaga, you know, where they were trying to get going, they would schedule those Power Five games that they had to play. But they would schedule the bottom teams in the Power Fives. Uh, they weren't power fives back then, but you know, everybody right. knew who the best, best leagues were. And uh and that kind of that kind of propelled them because they were able to compete better uh in those games, sometimes win those games. Uh when you go to when you go to Purdue and at Iowa State, not only not only are those teams really good, but those are the two of the hardest places to play in the Midwest. Um and uh, you know, your your chances to come out of there victorious. First month of the season. Yeah, we can talk about we can talk about we're not afraid of anybody. Uh, <laughs> good, but uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play the I'm not a, I'm not a gambler at all because I, I <laughs> you know I, I know the house is is uh, has got the you know set to win, so I like to stay away from that. Well, you guys right now uh, since the turn of the year, there's been a lot of wins, a lot of close games, some overtime wins. Uh, they had the 20, what was it, 29-point comeback uh, the other day, 23-point comeback, large comeback. So the team is playing well, and I think at least, you know, what I'm starting to see, and you're, you know, you're right there, you're the coach of this team. But I think what we talked about back then is there are people that, that are, it's like, they're sleeper cells of Milwaukee Panthers fans. <laughs> and some won't be activated until, like, the Horizon League tournament, and maybe it's got to be the NCAA tournament. But so I, I think a lot of those sleeper cells have been activated now. Are you starting to notice that more people are at least, you know, coming into the gate or, or at least talking about the program? Are you seeing that from where you are? Yeah, I, I'm definitely seeing it. And, you know, I don't know everyone yet. Uh, I'm new, new to the, to the, the Milwaukee cell, big cell, uh, <laughs> Uh, but I hear it. I hear it from media. I hear it from uh, everyone that I interact with. Uh, maybe more than I see it. I am seeing the crowd. Our crowds grow, and we haven't had our students, you know, in what feels like a year. Um, they they have a long winter break, so they yeah. just back on the twenty third. So we get the students back, and uh, hopefully, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take that sleeper cell term. That's really good. <laughs> good. Use it. Yeah, I'm gonna use that. So hopefully we get. I felt good about it when I said it. That was, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 creative. I'm gonna use that. But uh, uh, we do we do sense that if we can if we can continue to you know make people proud and uh, you know you and I did talk about it. You know people raise their hand. I, I graduate from Marquette and they say it loud or Wisconsin and Madison and uh, we want that for the for the Milwaukee fans. You know that. Yeah, I'm I'm a Panther. I'm a, I'm a proud Panther and I go to the yeah. game. Yeah. And that'll be good when, you know, when you get more students, but I do think just talking and 
some alumni that, you know, listen to the show or jump on the show, they've, they're getting excited. And it's just, that's, you know, that's what winning does, but also it's something to be proud of. And then the other thing you're going to find in that is, and I don't know where you're at at this point, but hopefully that would help in the next batch of recruits, the next batch of players. I, again, I don't know. I, I, I think I told you this. I don't know why anyone would ever be a college coach. Cause you gotta do so much. Rec- yeah. You like never sleep. I feel yeah. you gotta do so much recruiting. Have you noticed more uh, from that standpoint that there's, Hey, all right. I wasn't considering, but maybe now I am. Or, or what have you seen from that standpoint? Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to say now. Uh, Cause you know, it's uh, everyone's kind of in mid season, all the recruits, all the, the team. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I get a I get a follow on Twitter here and there that I didn't expect. You know, that's you know, kids are kids are different these days. They don't they don't. Yeah, talk. I guess that's a great way to do it. Yeah, and that's a great way to know like who's yeah. Yeah, you, you uh, they they don't they don't talk they don't even talk to each other. They just text each other, right? So, um, you know, you got to read the sometimes read the tea leaves <laughs> to to figure out someone's interested. Um, but, uh, I, I, I do think we just talked about it as a staff this morning, our, our practice facility is about to open and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's beautiful first of all. And, um, it's, it's everything that you need to attract high level players. And then, you know, we are, we are putting an exciting brand of basketball, hopefully out there that kids want to play. And, uh, you know, the arena is awesome. Um, you know the downtown is awesome. Uh, University is awesome. Twenty four thousand students, so I think there's a lot for uh, for uh, a player who wants to play high level basketball. You know the Horizon League's had a lot of NBA players, a lot of NBA players. I think it's up to thirty two NBA players, which I don't know. There's another mid major league that can say that. That is interesting. You're like, where should we go tonight? Uh, where, where, where should I send my staff? Well, this kid just followed me. I mean, we might as well go check him out. Yeah. He's pretty good. Go, some get to a game. Get get to his game. Yeah. So we talked about this too, but the Horizon Conference producing stars, producing NBA players, typically a one bid league. So it's important to have a good record so you can at least have a home game in that tournament. Yeah. Then hopefully go to Indy, and then see what happens there. So. It is a long stretch of a regular season where it really is like a tune-up for a couple of weeks, end of February and March. Have you, Do you guys do anything, like if you're playing a team, you're like, all right, if we see them again in the tournament, we know this. Or is the tournament so far away, a month away, that you really haven't – because it's basically like I, – I, I say this with the Bucks this season. All of this – regular season for the bucks they're making the playoffs they're going to be a top seed it doesn't like it matters but it's like a broadway they're they're practicing every night they're rehearsing and then the show comes in april and your guys show comes you know at the end of february so is there much like dress rehearsal for that or do you guys not think about that until you get closer yeah our, our it, it is similar but different so these games that we're playing now really, really matter. And it's a dogfight. It is a dogfight to get those seeds. As everybody knows, it's one bid league. And, um, you know, sadly, the, the, the Horizon League isn't ranked as high as it was. You know, since 2010, we have two, two Final Four teams come out of here. So um, 
but at the moment it is a one bid league. So it's a dogfight to get those seats. So I'll, um, tomorrow morning uh, at 9 a.m. we'll meet with the team and watch film and, uh, and we'll go over the standings. And, you know, we're tied for first with three other teams. But right now we're 4-0 and against those teams. You know, we, we have two losses to Wright State, who's, I don't know what they are, seventh or something. So um, that could hurt us. But we, we own, like, winning, coming back from 23, you know, as great as that story and feel good. From a seeding perspective, that gives us a tie break automatically over Northern Kentucky because we swept them two and zero against Northern Kentucky, and that is gold because we want we want those seeds. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a dogfight throughout February, um, and a lot of basketball is left to play before that before those seeds come out. Um, but the ultimate goal is to get that bye in the first round, to get that home game, and to get to Indy and be in that final four. So uh, whether it's with our strength coach or our trainer, or our assistant coaches, everything we do, and this is how it is like the Bucks. everything we do is to be our best at the end of February, going into that, our strongest, our healthiest, uh, our skills got to be right. You know, people let their, all that deteriorate as the season goes on. And that to me, that's short-sighted. So would you be, I have to think, yes, there's a lot of talk maybe expanding that NCAA tournament. You'd probably be in favor of that. Unless they were like, you know, what might happen is, oh, okay, Milwaukee's 20 and 10, but Oklahoma's 14 and 14. Let's throw them in. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if that would happen, but would you? So I'm asking if you're in favor of it. And I'm, I'm answering you yes, but I don't know if that's true. So I'll ask you instead. <laughs> I, I, I would probably, and it's probably not a popular answer. I'd be very, I, I'd be really, uh, I'd be really worried about messing with the model. Really worried about messing with the model. The model is so good, right? Yeah. Now. The product is so good. Do you water it down? And, you know, I don't want to get it twisted as much as I want to be in it. Um, you know, I need college basketball to be popular, right? Yeah. And for people to go March Madness, uh, you know, you, what you don't want is the fan, the, the normal fan to say, oh, yeah, it's it's a good tournament, but there's so many games, you know, it wears you out. Yeah. Right now it doesn't wear anyone out. You know, it's it's an exciting few weekends and, you know, you're, you're on the edge of your seat. Um, so – I want the Panthers to be in, but I don't know if I would support expansion. I'm sure that's a surprising answer, but well, know, no, it is, I, I mean this is the- this is what a lot of these sports leagues and, and tournaments do is they find the perfect thing, and then they try to you know expand it until eventually all this stuff is gonna pop. I don't want to see it expanded. I'd like to see it. Ex- okay, what is it? 68 teams, yeah. maybe 69. Milwaukee just automatically gets in every year. That'd be fine. I can go but- for it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that, cause it is, it is a good product and you don't want to mess with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been, that's the product that, uh, that made me fall in love with basketball. You know, I, I don't, I personally, I don't want to see it messed up. So how much free time do you get? Like, I, I know you get a little free time. I saw you <laughs> yeah. watching some world cup this uh, winter, but yeah. Uh, you know, I get, uh, here and there, 
and get here and there. You know, we got back uh, yesterday at three. I played Fortnite for about two and a half hours with my nine-year-old. Oh. We went downstairs in the basement and tried to throw football. And, uh, so that that was good. Um, but then, you know, it's back at it, back at it today. Um, May, May is a good month. <laughs> yeah. Kind of slows down. Uh, I, I, I have told my wife, I haven't taken a vacation in a long time. Uh, a real vacation and uh told my wife you know once this is over because it's been a grind for almost 10 months now you know 13 new players that just doesn't automatically happen you know and then the season and how long the season is so uh when this is over i'm going somewhere i don't know where i'm going but going somewhere well hopefully it's to the final four wherever that's being played right that'd be good amazing (laughs) Coach, uh, good to check in with you. Good to you know talk. We'll do it again. Uh, I, I love what you're doing. Again, I'm a brother of the program. Two of my brothers went there. You got to count my my PR warrior brother went there. So, however many guys you said were in the NBA, you have to add one. Really? Because he works PR for the Warriors, so he has four NBA rings. Oh wow! Yeah, that cool. so add that to your Horizon League stats. Thirty-three. We're at thirty-three. <laughs> Yeah, and don't forget the four uh, championship rings. Yeah. That, he's got that, too. Coach, always a pleasure. Uh, best of luck. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Bart. Thanks for having me. Our thanks again to Bart Lundy, Milwaukee Panthers men's basketball head coach. Their next game is Thursday morning, the second, Groundhog's Day, for those who observe, at IUPUI. 10 o'clock Central, ESPN Plus. Should I do a Panthers postgame show? Even if it's just me and Frank. Maybe I'll get one of the uh, whoever runs the black and gold account or something. I will entertain doing a Thursday afternoon Milwaukee Panthers postgame show. Why not? It's first place team. I'd say they deserve it. Speaking of promo codes and speaking of the name Bart, you know what's coming up next. Happy Place Hemp. Oh, I'm so happy with Happy Place Hemp. HappyPlaceHemp.com, the promo code is Bart. 25% off every single order that you get. So I think uh, I was talking about Zach yesterday, Zach in the falls. I think he got a sampler pack to start. And this is a great way to get into the product and just kind of check it out and, and see what you think of it is get the sampler stuff, use the promo code, get 25% off. And then the promo code still works the next time. So you don't have to say like, you can pick what you like out of there and then when you're like, all right, that's what I like. Like for Zach, he's shown me his order. The Happy Place Hemp CBD, CBN gummies, the ones I take at night. And then the uh, THCO gummies, the ones I take when I'm, you know, stressing out. I had a thought the other night. Here's my here's my Happy Place Hemp thought of the uh, day, week. So I'd taken a gummy and I was relaxing and enjoying myself. And it's cold out, right? So then I started thinking, man, it's so cold. 
But do you ever think of like, do you ever think of like how, listen, bear me out with this. We live on a world, <laughs> we live on this planet where it's about 80 degrees to minus 10 degrees. You know, that's the range. There's like a 90 degree range, even at the extremes, minus 20 to 100. So there's like a 120 degree range. Okay. If you shift that 50 way, 50 in either direction, the place is uninhabitable. So if you shift it 50 degrees in either direction, could you imagine if it was negative 70 to 50 positive? Or if it was negative 30 to 150 and those are the temperatures i mean it's too much heat it's too cold both of those extremes kill off things we're like at the perfect like earth shouldn't happen earth shouldn't happen man <laughs> this is this is see i i do some of my best thinking that way but really this is okay this is Happy Place Hemp, promo code BAR, 25% off. That's incredible. But I kind of want to talk about this. Earth shouldn't happen. So what is it? Is it God? Is it a happy accident? Is it what I think it is? Is it a simulation? Who knows? Happyplacehemp.com, the promo code is BART. Discover your inner genius. Is That's what I'm going to say. Discover your inner genius. Oh, my. HappyPlaceHemp.com promo code is BART. Again, I talk about the gummies a lot, but there's other tinctures and uh, the oil, like the, not the oil, but the cream, the body massage stuff. That is something that should be checked out, too. I think a lot of you guys are really into the gummies, which is good, but at least browse around a little bit and see what else uh, might help you or might help a relative or somebody with pain or whatever. HappyPlaceHemp.com. All right. Uh, it sounds like Jay Crowder's coming here. And again... Uh, it's 8.15 on Monday night. I just, there's so much smoke to this fire that I'm worried that I'm going to record this and then Jay Crowder is going to get officially traded. It just seems like it's happening, right? I mean, there's been six months of this. All of this for Jay Crowder. So here was a report from Sham Sharina on the uh, highly rated FanDuel TV this morning. Here's from Shams. Yeah, I mean, we're on the cusp of the Super Bowl, and I think we're finally at the 10-yard line of the Jay Crowder oh. saga. I'm told the Suns have given permission to the Bucks to meet one-on-one -on -one with Jay Crowder ahead of the trade deadline. I'm told this meeting took place over the weekend between Jay Crowder and the Bucks, and, and they've been seriously engaged in conversations. Uh, sources tell me that the Bucks' recent offer, most current offer, offer is Jordan Awara, Serge Ibaka, George Hill, uh, second-round draft compensations for Crowder. So we'll see between now and the trade deadline on February 9th, next Thursday. Can they? Can these two sides get a deal done one-on-one? -on -one? Do they need to find a third team? That's really been the issue the hold-up this whole time is the, the Suns have wanted a 3-4 back in, the, in, in return for any trade. They have not been able to find it. They've tried to get Jalen McDaniels, K.J. Martin. On and on, they just have not been able to get that package with the, whatever the Bucks have to offer. The Heat and Hawks, they remain in play, but the fact that the Bucks are the only team that have gone this far, it, you know, it gives some credence that I think Milwaukee is in pole position to get him. All right, so I guess he's coming here. I just guess he's coming here. He was uh, in town, as Sham says. 
I've seen other people online say they can confirm. I don't know. A lot of people have a lot better sources than me, which is a shame, but well-deserved, I'm sure. Wara, Serge Ibaka, George Hill, and second-round picks? Like, I've, I've been anti the Jay Crowder trade, but you do it for that. So why do the Suns want to do it? And if they're trying to get a third team involved, a third team is going to essentially help the Bucks here. Now, Dan Favalli, Bleacher Report, friend of show, threw out this trade proposal where the Bucks would get a couple of second-round picks, Malik Beasley and Jay Crowder. They would give up to the Suns. Jared Vanderbilt would go from the Jazz to the Suns. And the Bucks would give the Suns Joe Ingles. The Jazz would get Grayson Allen, Marjan Bochamp, George Hill, and that first-round pick in 2029. So he's saying they need to go all in. They get a high-volume flamethrower from deep in uh, Malik Beasley. And then, of course, they're in love with Jay Crowder. So Jay Crowder, for, like, defensive reasons, for, for, like, needing a guy like Jay Crowder in a series against the Celtics that can be talked into. And Malik Beasley, okay, but, like, I like our guys. I like Grayson. I kind of – I just don't want to trade him. And I don't want to trade Joe Ingles. He didn't come here to be traded. Plus, he's highly effective. Marjan Bochamp, finally we, like, get a draft pick that doesn't suck. We're just going to trade him right away. I think they should have a all-in type mentality. But if they can if they can massage the Suns to give up Jay Crowder, like, Wara, it's, okay, it's just not happening for him. Abaka, his feelings got hurt. I don't know. George Hill – George Hill's not going to contribute in the playoffs. And then who really, I mean, the second round picks, we don't really care about not at this juncture. So, I mean, if that's the trade, oh my God, do it. If that's the trade, that's like trading. I mean, that's like, that's like an analogy of a trade of something. (laughs) That's that's like, that's like trading. It's like trading three French fries and a chicken nugget. And a straw for a Big Mac. I mean, you take the Big Mac; it's the the meteor of the of the package. So I would, I mean, I would do that. I think the Bucks would too, which is why I think it hasn't happened yet because the Suns won't. So that's the situation on Jay Crowder. Allegedly, it's going to happen. If it doesn't at this point, it would be somewhat of a surprise, just because how long this has been going on. It's not like Jay Crowder Suns, Jay Crowder Heat or Jay Crowder Heat, Jay Crowder Celtics. It's It's been Jay Crowder Bucks seemingly this entire time. So if he's going to get traded, it will likely be to Milwaukee. And I guess we'll find out pretty soon if Jay Crowder is going to be a Milwaukee Buck. Got some voicemails. Thanks to our friends at Carl's Place. Carl's Place, you can check them out for golf simulators. And again, I just like, browse these websites and see what they have. And think about where in your house you can maybe put one. Or think about which of your friends you're going to talk into getting a golf simulator with their tax return. That's 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 the move. You go to your buddy's house. Hey, uh, expecting some taxes back this year. Oh, we're going to. Oh, yeah, we're going to do very well with our taxes back. And then you'll say, well, you know, I, I wanted to go golfing with you the other day. But you know what you should do? I, I saw this place, Carl's Place, carlavet.com backslash bart very important the backslash get a golf simulator in that house oh yeah 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 so i think that's a good idea john and franklin 
meant to call us Sunday night, gets the call on Monday morning for Tuesday's show. Here's John. Good morning, John and Franklin. Sorry, Bart. I meant to do this last night. Uh, some thoughts on the championship games. It was good to see the the corner bully get punched in the face and become unraveled, completely unraveled, and get put in their place. Good for the Eagles. I doubted them at the beginning of the year. I doubted them in the middle of the year. And... I don't really doubt them now. I don't know that they're going to beat the AFC, but it was quite a vanilla offense they ran, but that's really all they had to do, and that probably was the, the calculus there. It was one of the most boring offenses. I mean, just run left, run middle. You know, you know. I, I think um, Hertz was hurt, pardon the pun, a little bit, and I think it affected him, and nobody was talking about it. They were only talking about the – problems on the other side, but the problems on the other side, you know, um, Purdy got whacked because they didn't, uh, they didn't protect them. That's their fault. That's not, uh, Philadelphia's fault. So let's not make excuses. And when the other team makes a catch on the sideline that you can't see and the, and the receiver gets up making some weird hand gesture towards his team and his coach and they rush up to the line of scrimmage, just, just a thought. You might want to think about challenging that play. That was retarded. Everybody knew there was something going on, even though we didn't know if it was a catch or not. You couldn't tell by the instant uh, replay on you know, or just the, the play when it happened. It happened so fast. You can't see. you got to slow the thing down and, and watch what happens with the ball. But you knew something was up. Unless they literally were just clowning you to burn a timeout, which that day may come when somebody does that. Uh, the other game... Pretty chalk. I'm 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 KC'd out. Really am. I know everybody loves Mahomes and Andy Reid, but I, I'm just I've had enough. And you know the calls. Uh, you know, obviously the last call, the roughing that was just that was just stupid. That was pack. That was straight out of the Packer defensive playbook. But the other, there were a lot of other questionable calls. I guess the NFL wanted KC in this game. Apparently, where they weren't too happy with the numbers with Cincinnati. Just my thoughts. Have a good day, everybody. Yeah, John and Franklin, a lot of the uh, – and as I'm playing this uh, voicemail from John and Franklin, I do have my Twitter open. The uh, Suns GM and the Raptors GM went into a tunnel together before their game. So, I don't know. Maybe the Raptors want Jay Crowder or maybe something's going on. I just – if we're going to do six months of something for someone – can it be someone better than Jay Crowder? Like getting PJ Tucker was cool. But could you imagine if it was a six month build up to PJ Tucker? Although they won a title, so it would have been worth it. I just, if we're going to do six months of build up to someone, like make it like even Jordan Clarkson, like six months of build up, make it like CJ McCollum, you know? Six months of build up for Jay Crowder? Shaka Smart's tweeting about him. I, I He's in Milwaukee. I don't know. I don't know if he leaves. So we'll see. The officiating with that NS, or AFC game, it sucks. It really sucks. Because you can't tell the story of that game without the officiating. And the Chiefs did win. You know, the Bengals had chances. I think that 
now people are dissecting, was this a hold? Was it not a hold? I think the play that the Bengals should be the most upset about is when Burrow got a little bit of a shove late in the end zone on that drive where they eventually punted the sky more. Like that, that was a disaster for them, but there could have been a roughing the quarterback on that drive and nobody would have batted an eye on it. So I don't, I don't think the NFL had a directive, like let the chiefs win. And I don't, you know, I, I just, I don't think, I just think a lot of times we think conspiracy when the more obvious answer is that the refs are shitty. And like I said yesterday, the NFL doesn't mind that. They don't see bad refereeing as an issue. They see bad refereeing as a talking point that keeps them in the news. They see bad refereeing as, hey, this is just more meat we can get off this bone from this game. And they don't care. You know what tells me they don't care? They don't hire these guys full-time. How are you the NFL and you don't have full-time refs? If you have somebody officiating an AFC championship game, his whole life should be refereeing. Don't go and do a completely different craft for however long, the week, and then flying on Saturday, do a quick rule refresher. Like MVS did not get a first down. That was not a first down. But they forget the rules because there's so many of them, which the NFL loves too. Rules on top of rules, I always say. The NFL likes it. The NFL likes that, or they would have changed it, is my thought on that. Packers news, the Packers. Elton Jenkins is going to the Pro Bowl. This Pro Bowl is going to suck. The salary cap for next year is $224 million. Friend of show, Ken Ingalls, who does the Packers cap on Twitter. That's really the best way to explain them. Father, husband, CPA, Packers shareholder, nerd, cap guy. I analyze the Packers salary cap and roster, explaining the dollars and cents of it all. That's what he does. It's like a hobby. And then everyone yells at him for it. But he's giving you information. Like, he might not have it down to the exact dollar or cent, but man's doing a service. So by his calculations, the Packers are currently $22.5 million over the cap. At minimum, they need to clear $35 to $40 million to afford their draft practice squad and get through the season. More money if they want any free agents. He says, here's decisions they have to make. They need to extend Rashawn Gary. I think we'd all be fine with that. They need to restructure guys they've recently extended in Kenny Clark and Jair. They need to either restructure, trade, or cut. Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, Preston Smith, Rasul Douglas, Devondre Campbell, and Pat O'Donnell. That's a good chunk of players there. They need to figure out what to do with Savage. Uh, Yash Nijman could get a restricted free agent tender. And then obviously the big one, Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. What do you do with that? Got a voicemail from Britt. This was Friday after the Jets had hired Nathaniel Hackett. Britt from Merrimack. Hey, Bart. Brett from Merrimack here. First of all, thank you for playing my voicemail on the show yesterday. Much appreciated. Some shows you call in and you never hear anything, so I appreciated that. Um, also, just I'm on Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and while I'm playing this voicemail, I'm actually getting a call. And so I'm just going to answer it. 
Hey. Spark guy. You're catching me live. I was just uh, recording Tuesday's show playing a different voicemail. Well, there you go. How you doing, man? Good. Would you rather leave a voicemail or have live human interaction? I'll, I'll have live human interaction. I don't know. I, I had something I was going to call on, but it's always a weird topic or split where I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Or do you want me to talk about what I was going to talk about? Like, what are we doing here? No, just talk whatever. I don't care. I mean, it's I don't care. I called because I was triggered. So I just need to get this off my chest. I was triggered. I'm on, uh, I'm on Instagram kind of passively, and it's actually more people of my wife's friends that I follow than my own. It just seems like that's the split. And before the game, there were like three or four women that had like whatever you call them, stories or whatever, about um, – Joe Burrow and how, how, how like attractive he is. And you and I have talked about like brewers being attractive. I don't see the Joe Burrow thing. These women are all over it. And I'm, I'm not going to argue with them on it, but it, I don't see it. It's just, I just don't see it. I was like, I don't understand why this, he looks like Macaulay Culkin. I don't get it. But it was all over the place. So I was going to talk about that. And then I was also going to rank who I thought the most handsome quarterbacks were in the NFL. Um. Well, let me follow up on Burrow. I'm just pulling up a picture of him. He's got nice eyes. He's got good hair. Uh, you know the jawline. He's a he's a he's a. He like he looks like uh. He looks like. He'd be better looking in high school than when he was thirty five. I can see that. I don't know. I I, I think he's a good looking guy. I think I agree. So I would say this. I would definitely say he's above average, but it was like, there has been like a complete, and, and I don't know if it's cause he's got what the kids call drip or whatever it is that it's more of a, of a swagger thing. Yeah. Sometimes it spark like, guy, it's how you carry yourself. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair to some degree. I just don't see it. I don't see it. So I don't know. That was, that was where my mind. So who is good looking? I, all right, so I talked to Frank about this. I got some input on it because I just got some with him. And um, This is Frank's second shout-out on the pod, by the way. Oh, he deserves more. He's the UWM guy. That's why. Are you why. getting to the game? What? Are you, get, are you getting to the game? Uh, I will at some point, Are you going to yeah. go to the game? I will. Okay. I uh, We had more of a Lifetime Achievement Award, um, number five, Tom Brady. I would have definitely put him in the top two, top three, even a year ago. All the plastic surgery that was caught up to him. He looks more like Jerry from Team America than he does the old Tom Brady. But that said, I think he's 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 got he's got the uh, the, um, the 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 lifetime achievement award for say. I had number four for new school with the younger guys. We had Jalen Hurts. He's a good looking dude. Um, three, Russell Wilson, um, Ciara, and everything else. And like I said. He's a he's a pleasant looking man to me. Uh, number two, a bit underrated, but we went with I go with Jared Goff. Guy looks like Ryan Gosling. Um, he is on some of these top lists, and I think he deserves a high credit. And then number one, the goat, at least I think in in most people's book, but I, I definitely would agree. Jimmy G. Jimmy G is number one pretty easily. I think uh, most women would agree with that as well. So that was our top five. Jared Goff is. 
Jared Goff. Goff, check check it out, dude. I think you're underrating it because he's got the he's got the small hands and the bad throwing motion. No, dude, I could, I, I could I could I could look like Jared Goff. <laughs> this should be your like 2023 challenge. It's January whatever 29th or 30th or whatever. We we gotta see if by what mid year or even end year you can look like Jared Goff. Do you think if you I like- if I didn't drink for a month, lost a little bit of weight, put a little more product in my hair, and didn't have as full of a beard, like he's got baggy eyes. I I could look like Jared Goff. You that's weird. You like me. <laughs> I think I think you're just coming up with a convoluted reason to say that. But you know what? I'll take it. I'm not gonna. I'm, well, not gonna I'm looking at Jared Goff. Goff. I think like I think I could look like him. <laughs> Are you gonna start studying his like press conference outfit so you start dressing like that? I mean, I don't like you. Don't look at Jared Goff and be like, "Oh, that's Bart." But if you study, I'm studying his face. Yeah. I could, I could, like, if I walked with Jared Goff, I said, Hey, this is my brother. You'd be like, Yeah, I see it. Man, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to go for the low hanging fruit of like what quarterback. Why are we doing five minutes on this? What's wrong with you? (laughs) Hey, man, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. That's part of the community, right? I'm like, I don't shame you for your topics. I don't, I don't deserve shame for mine. So it is what it is. I just, I'm bringing it to the community. if people don't want to participate, well, then I just get. I guess this is just something I got to keep between me and Frank, right? You got. We gotta. We gotta end on a make. So you got to tell me a, a lady that you've been more attracted to as of late. As far oh my wife, my beautiful wife, and me too. Your wife's a dime. God bless. <laughs> God bless, Spark. Good good luck with the rest of the show. Thanks, Spark guy. See ya. All right. A live phone call. How about that? Spark guy. Yeah, I was playing Brit's call and I got Spark guy. So, Brit, I hope you enjoyed that content. I certainly didn't. <laughs> All right. Here's more from Brit. Hired Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. And then they did an interview with Robert Sala and basically stated that they're looking for a veteran quarterback to help mentor Zach Wilson. So apparently Rodgers and Wilson are buddies, which is kind of weird that he can communicate with Zach Wilson. But yet in an interview that Romeo Dobbs did, he said he never talked or interacted with Aaron Rodgers outside of football. <clears throat> other than like a Halloween party or something, which I can understand there's like a 20-year age difference, but if you want to win and you want to get on the same page as your rookie wide receivers, why don't you take the extra time outside of football and actually spend time with them and get to know them and stuff? I don't know. Just more and more stuff that comes out. It's like, yeah, Rodgers needs to go, basically. He's not adapting to the younger crowd. And I said this last year on a different call-in um, voicemail thing, that <clears throat> what if the reason why Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs struggled early on this season 
is because of Aaron Rodgers, because he just doesn't like rookie wide receivers. And this year he had to like them. Well, pretend to like them anyway. But <laughs> can you imagine if we would have had Jordan Love in there? I bet his connection between Watson and Dobbs would have been instant, and they would have just lit it up because they had all off season because Jordan Love was at every mandatory and non-mandatory off-season workout, and he got to actually spend time with them. Interesting how what a team member does on a team setting and not, you know, Aaron Rodgers and his, oh, I'm too good for you. I've been in here longer. I'm not going to throw to you because you're 20 years younger than me and you look better than I do. You probably have a girlfriend or fiance because I can't keep one to save my life because I'm too fucking crazy. Anyway, I'll leave it to you, Bart. I'm sure you'll have some great content as always. Shout out to my boy, Tim Shea. All right. And have a good one, Bart. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Britt. 402-915-BART is where you can leave the voicemails. Thanks to Carl's Place, 402-915-BAR. T. Hadn't talked about that yet. Dobbs was on Megan Perloff of the very fine CBS Sports Radio. You can hear me there on Saturday, 11 to 4 Central. Set your alarms. Uh, I don't, like, there's 53 guys on this team. You're not going to be friends with all of them. I think it's more important, and she was onto something there. I'm just thinking of, like, with Toby and Tim and, you know, Billy or Horvat or whatever, like there would be times where I'd take them to fourth base or after a draft show, we'd go out for a drink. And I think that is good. I think, I think doing things outside of the building, even if you end up talking shop the whole time, maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad, but just physically being out of the building. So you can see them in a different light and not just as your coworker. I think that's good. No matter the job. So I think that's good. I think it's more important is what happens in the building and on the Packers campus. Because I think Jordan Love, like, Jordan Love's probably, he's probably more relatable to Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson because of the age. I mean, age is a big thing. But also, he's there. He's actually practicing with them. And eventually, you know, Rodgers might practice a little, but the bulk of when you do the practices is mini camps, training camps, August. I don't need to do the should Aaron Rodgers play in the preseason. I don't want to do that. But if he's going to be back here next year, I want like he should be at training camp. You got rookie receivers. I Aaron Rodgers plays. He plays football like I prepare for assignments. I don't study. I don't, I don't really take any time. I'll figure it out as I go. Oh, I got caught behind. I'll pull something out of my ass. Get a B minus. That was good enough. There's just, I, I, I just want, I just want him to get traded. I just want him to get traded. Ryan Wood. Oh my God. You guys, Ryan Wood, PackersNews.com, Green Bay Press Gazette. He called Aaron Rodgers something that you do not call Aaron Rodgers. I've called Aaron Rodgers a lot of bad things before. I've called him a diva. I've called him weird. I says he's got a big ego. 
I says he's an egomaniac. I said he just needs a hug from his mom. I said that he is a personality chameleon. I've said a lot of things. But Ryan Wood called Aaron Rodgers the one thing you do not call Aaron Rodgers. He called him average. Ryan Wood wrote a story as he's giving out his grades for the season where he said, I've watched everything. There were a number of short throws Rodgers simply missed. We can all picture those. I saw that his mobility declined. And he threw his most interceptions since his first season as a starter in 2008. He was average. A couple of people responded to him. If Adams and MVS were there, do you think the grade would be different? Uh, you're also stupid. He was hurt. Average Rodgers is still better than 90% of the current starting QBs in the NFL. First of all, that makes no sense. Let me get back to the, the first part. Rodgers didn't have Adams and MVS. He had what he had. And with that, he played average. Rodgers is no longer, and we thought this, and then he won two MVPs. So if we're just if we're just basing this on 2022, Rodgers was not Josh Allen. He was not Joe Burrow. He was not Patrick Mahomes. He was not Jalen Hurts. There's some weeks like he wasn't even Brock Purdy. Now, Purdy had better weapons, so that might be a tough one. But also, Rodgers wasn't as, like, shitty as Zach Wilson. You know, he was better than Kenny Pickett. He was better than Derek Carr. He was better than Russell Wilson. He was better than Baker Mayfield. He was better than Sam Darnold. He was better than Mariota. He's right in the middle. Rodgers this year is right in the middle. And where you want to put him in the middle, that's fine. But he was average. Average means middle. 90% of Rodgers is, what was what did that guy say? Average Rodgers, this is from the ledge 73280002. Average Rodgers is still better than 90% of the current starting QBs in the NFL. That's not true. So there's a lot of people that want to hang on to the fact that Rodgers will be good forever. I don't. You can. It's fine. I thought Rodgers was done a couple years ago. You guys hung on. What do he do? He won two MVPs. So from a player standpoint, that's fine. He also did not win Super Bowls. And yes, that's how I judge it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You get 18 years of Aaron Rodgers, you need, a, you need two Super Bowls. But all that we've talked about. What's good? What is Rodgers going to look like next year? He'll be better on the Jets than he would be on the Packers. I don't care what the surrounding situations are. He'll have more of an edge and motivation. And if you guys really think that drafting Jordan Love is what pushed him to win these two MVPs, then you should agree with what I just said. But I think for the Packers, it's better that they move on to Jordan Love for a host of reasons. I'd rather have longevity over a short end of the career. I think Jordan Love's better than we're going to even – they won't even be talking about this if Jordan Love sucked. Jordan Love will be fine. He will be at least average. And if you have two guys that are average, have the guy that costs less be average. And the guy that shows up. So that's your Rogers talk of the day. Now, on to Chuck Freeman. Chuck Freeman. 
Chuck Freeman has not been on this podcast. Freems and I had some really bad days. We did Chuck and Winkler for four years. Had some really bad days. But we had some really good days. And I think that when we were both on and sharp and, you know, putting our bullshit beside each other, when we'd put our egos aside, because there was a lot of that, uh, you know, I, I bashed the old school and I wanted more respect and all that stuff. But I think after we did the show, we realized like, shit, we might never find a good, like we had something. We had something there. So we want to do it again. And I said, come on my pod. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> on a Dorito. I was trying to hide it. I should edit that out. I won't. Ugh. I was trying to hide it, but I had to do it. And I, th- I, I, I thought to myself, should I take like a six second mute? Or should I just cough it out? What's better content? Howard burps all the time. I'm just going to keep that in. Sorry. So here's what Chuck's been up to. This is 60 seconds of frames on Chuck Freeman's Twitter, which he said he was going to do every day. And I don't think he's done one since. Uh, and then he talks about why he hasn't come on the podcast. Here's Chuck. Hi, everybody. 60 seconds with Freeps. I'm Chuck Freeman. It's been a while since I've done one of these. I've been really busy. I want to tell you what's going on with me. Uh, and, you know, people have been asking me about why don't I go on Bart's podcast and what's that? I'm going to get to that right here. First of all, with me, I've been on mornings on 1310 WIVA in Madison, been doing our early morning sports and absolutely loving it. I said when Bart and I dissolved that I would never do early mornings ever again because I was doing it my whole career. But this opportunity came up and, I, and I'm enjoying it. I love it. And I don't want to give that up. I, I enjoy being on WTMJ TV on Fridays with Lance Allen. Uh, the football Friday night, the Badger pregame shows. Yeah, what I'm doing right now, I really, really, really love doing. Is there room on the plate for doing a, a show in Milwaukee again? Absolutely. You're damn right there is. Uh, you know, the phone isn't wrong in that area. It's been a while since I've been on, on Radio Milwaukee uh, doing something like that. But, you know, the door's always open. And as far as Bart and I are concerned, um, why don't I come on his podcast no disrespect to him or his podcast or anything like that. He's doing some funny, funny stuff over there. But um, he and I are better than just doing a podcast. If it's going to happen, it's going to be a daily show. Uh, it's not going to be a one-time gimmick, uh, one of those kind of things. Uh, it's going to be on a regular basis. And until that happens, you know, he and I are we'll just do our own things. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's that's my viewpoint on that. I know some of you aren't happy about that, but that's just the way I feel. That that. Deserves to have its own radio show, uh, the Chuck and Winkler thing. Um, so, yeah, open for that in the future, of course. Um, but just want to give you guys an update. 60 Seconds of Freeze is coming back and an update on my career and what I'm doing. But uh, appreciate all the support. I'll be communicating with you all on Twitter and all that. But I feel like the best way to communicate with people and express things about what's going on to the people in Milwaukee is doing these videos again. Uh, so we're going to start these up on a regular basis and uh and who knows a few more things down the line as well but appreciate all the support everybody i'm chuck freeman this has been 60 seconds with frames all right so my retort which i saved for this is 
I totally get where he's coming from. I'd still like him to come on this podcast. I think that he is underestimating the value of us together on a podcast. I I think that, and I would say all this to Chuck and maybe I should just call him right now and say it and not tell him he's on. So I would like a weekly segment with Chuck would be great. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be great. Honestly, I think if uh, somebody sponsored it and Chuck started seeing money to come on here, he'd come on. So (laughs) somebody somebody call uh, Blue Chew. But I, I think what Chuck would want is like when he did the week with Wicked again, it was instant feedback. It's instant feedback. This isn't as instant feedback. And maybe that is what he would want. But the feedback would come. I uh, I, I do think I work with Chuck again in some capacity. But the longer it goes, you guys know how I feel about Milwaukee radio. I think that um, we had a sports radio station. And then there were three of them. And one of them was on a blowtorch and got the Packers. And uh, the company that ran ours decided to let it go. You know, ESPN has the ESPN branding behind it. I think it's insane that they have Greeny on the air from 12 to noon. The, the fact that there's so much talent in this town that is like behind the scenes. I mean, I'm doing a podcast. Chuck is in Madison. The, the door should be knocking. Like, I don't want to sound like a Rogers about it, but the door should. You pair me and Chuck together? 12 to 2? And, and the other station, which I battle their host all the time, I, I just think that they had an opportunity to step up and really talk sports, and they went the other way. And, you know, it's still going to work for them. They've got a... They've got a long net to fly on, to, to fall to. Just like WSSP did for a lot of years. A lot of years, WSSP was the only one in town. We had a big net. But then a couple other stations come. They go on FM. We get knocked off FM. You know, we were we were playing catch-up at the end. The longer I do this podcast, the more unlikely I ever think it is that I do a daily show in Milwaukee again. Because the longer I do, it would mean that this gets more successful. And so why would I give up doing my own thing to go work for someone else? So if somebody does want Chuck and Winkler to reunite on the radio, they don't have that long to do it. I don't think. And I could be overshooting my shot there, but if somebody wants Chuck and Winkler back on the radio, if that's what Chuck wants, it would have to. Because if I keep doing this, the more I do this, the less I'm going to want to not do this. It's not like I just did it for a little bit and, okay, I got that out of my system. I'm, I'm good. No, I love this. This is the most fun I've had. I mean, I'm just recording and I get a call from Spark Guy who I get to know better through this and seeing him. I get to meet other people. 
I'm still trying to stay in touch with everybody, you know, from the old show. I got to hear John and Franklin tonight. I get to hear Britt, you know. Uh, we do the live show the other night. Toby jumps in randomly. Tim Shea's been with me. Hot Take Jake and Matt in the Falls and Tony in Texas and Basement Dave and his kids and Dave and Cudahy and uh, Q and Austin. And now I, now I got to make sure I name people. Matt in the falls running into Zach in the falls. It's just, it's, this has been very rewarding from a professional and creative standpoint. And I love doing the CBS sports radio. I love doing the national hits and I kind of need those to keep doing this. But I, I mean, I'm able to jump on and do bucks games every night. Packers games, instant reaction. So I guess what I'm saying, my retort to Chuck is I want to do a show with you desperately. But if somebody doesn't come through in the next however many months, then you're going to have to be doing a weekly hit with me, player. Or you know where I live. Come on down to my dungeon. Come on down to my basement. We are going to do a live taping on Tuesday night after Bucks and Hornets. I am open to a Milwaukee YouTube post game on Thursday. See who stops by. Thursday night, Bucks play the Clippers. I'll come on at 1130 at night and do the live then. And, uh, and more. Thank you. Tell your friends. The last thing I would want is to me, like to put it out there. Like, I, I think I'm going to be doing this a while. And then like, no one listens. <laughs> and, that, and then I'm like producing for the Chuck Freeman show on the big nine twenty come April. See ya. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.